0: yes yes what up world welcome back to yet another episode of yet another podcast your boys Sumit and Thummit we are back what up Sumit
1: uh what's up bro how you doing
0: um I- I'm I'm good still healthy uh <laughs> you know still living but uh well if that's you,
1: good that's a good sign
0: <laughs> <laughs> in these days in these these doomsday times man it just feels like end of times here so yeah um, i think
1: we should address this quickly for our listeners um ladies and gentlemen this will be our last podcast episode ever <laughs> um as the world is coming to a, a, a an abrupt and dire end um <laughs> we feel that this is an appropriate time to uh, sign out, say thank you to all the listeners that we've had over the past. I can't, I can't do this with a straight face right now.
0: <laughs> Yo, but like, it honestly is starting to feel like that day is not far away. Like, honest to God, it does not feel like it's far. It, I don't, I don't think it's out of reach to the point where we're going to be like, welcome everybody to yet another podcast and uh, we'd like to welcome you to the last episode ever of all of humanity, because <laughs> as of today, there's only a hundred thousand humans left. Me and some of me two of them <laughs> motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> We're just recording the podcast for ourselves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was already nobody listened to us.
1: <laughs> That's not true. We have listeners. Oh man! All five of you. <laughs> <Just
0: kidding. laughs> this shit is crazy, though, man. What is happening? There's so much. All right, we're gonna turn this podcast into like your live coronavirus updates podcast, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I pretty much have, I I don't watch the news. I just hear things and I see things here and there or whatever. But from the shit that I've been hearing. It's, it just seems so crazy, man. And some of the shit is, first of all, can we talk about the fact that, ladies and gentlemen, Sumit has not left the fucking house for nine straight days now.
1: <laughs> wow. Why are you going <laughs> to put it out there like that? I was telling you in confidence. God damn. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> if that is not a sign of times, it is. that is not a sign of how bad the times are. I don't know what is. Yeah, Summit
1: it's not even just me, man. There's a lot of people who just won't leave the house, right? Because first yeah. off, for those who don't know, I have my parents at home, right? They're at the age where they're susceptible to these kinds of things. And when you read and see all the news that's out there about like elderly people who, whether they have pre-existing like existing conditions or not, like they're still at risk, yeah. I'd rather just not put them in that position, right? And so for me, it's like, I'm tr- trying to avoid public areas as much as possible for yeah. the time being until this whole shit blows over and hopefully that happens soon because I am going fucking stir crazy right
0: like, <laughs> I, I need to take a trip
1: somewhere after that and I understand why people are leaving the country now
0: <laughs> yo for real people are buying tickets and just like dipping out and um, I'm kind of thinking about doing the same so our actually our lot of CEOs uh, have basically restricted work travel people are Ooh. like hey either stay home telecommute if you need to travel somewhere, like reschedule it, not going anywhere for a while. Um
1: has your has your company started to implement the uh, mandated work from home policy or no?
0: So we 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 already have like everybody works from home at least once a week. Um mm. some people have probably started increasing it on their own. I don't know. I've never worked from home just because I never get shit done. So I'm just like mm. I, I go in every day. Uh but they have not started doing that just yet, but I have heard of some people uh, whose employers have started doing that, which is crazy. Like, And even uh, colleges and universities, a lot of them have, um, have said that basically all your classes are going to be online for the next few weeks.
1: Yeah. Shit is crazy. I know uh, one of my good friends who I think we've talked about on the podcast before, Anisha, um, Licorice Bake Shop or whatever. um, She works for uh, a bank and her company told her to work from home for the next six weeks.
0: Six weeks. Six weeks.
1: That's That's crazy.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm, if, I'm
1: thinking like, is is work still being done though? And she's like, No, not really. <laughs> I
0: was like- that's the thing. Like that could be great for somebody, but for somebody like me, like I don't get shit done when I'm home. So you give me six weeks at home, I'm I'm a I'm gonna make sure I get fired. Like I don't get shit. <laughs> <laughs> I will set myself up for destruction. Like, and then I would be like, this is on you. This is not on me. (laughs) Like you, you told me to stay home. This is your idea,
1: bro. I was a remote employee for a little bit. And let me tell you, I see all these articles now of like, Hey, do you know how to deal with working from home full time? (laughs) I'm like, now you write articles. (laughs) Maybe I should have written this article.
0: (laughs) You should (laughs) have.
1: but yeah and, man it's and, just crazy out there right now and i feel like it's potentially going to get worse before it gets better because there's still people out there that are like not believing all this hype or this like news i guess cuz like oh the media is just hyping it up or it's not as bad as people are making it out to be or yeah. i'm young i'm i'll be fine I'll, I'll pass it just like the regular flu blah 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 yeah point is it's not about you right like it's about the other people that are around you and inf- potentially infecting them so like you may not know you're carrying something because it takes two weeks to like show symptoms right but you don't know how many people you've interacted with or met with and seen or sh- shook hands with or fist bumped or whatever right and you don't know like you just don't know and right now like the country is in mitigation phase which means yeah they're encouraging people to stay at home self-isolate if need to if need be yeah um, you know avoid public places like you've seen this news about south by southwest
0: getting canceled yeah dude that's so huge like they're gonna they're gonna fucking go bankrupt like i'm sure they must have put down so much money on like deposits on like everything everything from like You know, rental places, leases on places, and food, and this, and decorations, and fucking sound, and light, sound, and lighting, and musicians, and travel. Like, you know, fuck, like what? They canceled South by Southwest.
1: Bro, the funny part is, like, the country's like, stop, everybody stopped traveling, stop going to public places. South by Southwest got canceled. But Coachella's like, hey, we don't know if we're gonna cancel yet.
0: (laughs) Seriously, they're stopping the air
1: so what they're saying is now that they might push the uh but they might push coachella to october
0: oh okay
1: and i think normally it happens in what like march april something like that like around this time of year
0: gotcha Um, yeah so they're just like
1: oh i don't know we don't know if we're gonna cancel coachella at all and i was like yeah
0: (laughs) my brother does um You know this. Uh, My brother does like an antique gun show every year here in Baltimore. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I'm still waiting to hear from them. They're kind of on the edge and they're waiting to decide whether or not they're going to cancel. And I was like, Summit, you should definitely not go to that shit because one, and I don't don't mean this out of any disrespect, but one, it's it's a lot of people. It's a large gathering, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And two, the majority demographic that attends and exhibits there is the older demographic. They're right. all they're almost all senior citizens that show up to this thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, if whether like you said, like e- well that makes sense because it's an anti-gun show. Exactly. So I'm like, either if, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's either if you have it or one of them has it, and you come in contact with them, you know, like that's just scary bro can you not like but for him it's the biggest show of the year too you know that's that's like a big deal for him and he can't just like not show up so he's waiting to hear on that and that mm-hmm. i that shit is crazy bro oh yeah, there's uh, so, so I much you're ha-
1: listening don't go <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh um, man there's so much happening with this with this virus um like you mentioned though like you know, we, we, you said your parents are also like susceptible to it or whatever. My mom is a is a high school teacher, bro. So like, she's she she comes in contact with like germs and viruses and shit like that probably all the time because
1: bro, schools are a petri dish.
0: Exactly. So I'm like, now that you said it, I'm like scared. I'm like, fuck. Um, I hope my mom's exercising precautions, staying staying good like that's scary
1: yeah and also like exercising ca- caution like in, in relation to that like this whole good hygiene thing yeah you start to learn who wasn't washing their hands before <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like i don't i don't want to like call people out but there's people out there like
0: oh i know. Go to the
1: bathroom and not wash their hands
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I've i'm just been... like
1: who are you do not touch me do not <laughs> Regardless I, of this virus, like just in life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been in like um I've been in like public restrooms where I've noticed issues like that, where I've like walked out, and I'm like, this dude just straight up walked out the restroom, didn't even rinse at the bare minimum.
1: Bro, like, if you could see my face when I see something like that,
0: not even a rinse. <laughs>
1: not even the thought is the point
0: <laughs> how dudes how guys stop don't like start washing your hands please
1: you remember Fox. when we were talking about like pet peeves and your your boy mentioned like bathroom habits or whatever
0: yeah yeah yeah. this
1: is uh, one of them like yeah, how can 100%. you not wash your hands it just doesn't make sense to me
0: yeah one of my other pet peeves in the public bathroom is I don't know why we're talking about this again, but since you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me, okay? Listen to me. If I if I walk into the bathroom and you are in one of the stalls taking a shit, it is your goddamn responsibility, your goddamn duty to cough sneeze clear your throat do some shit make some sort of noise and let me know you were in that bitch you know i mean i walked into the bathroom at work one day and there was a dude sitting in the stall taking his shit but i couldn't see his legs because he was like in the stall a little bit further away like there just wasn't vision right i walk in i go straight to the urinal i'm doing my thing i don't hear a peep like not a single sound and i'm done washing my hands i'm about to leave the bathroom and all of a sudden i hear a flush it freaked me the fuck out bro. <laughs> <laughs> i was like yo what bro, he was would- probably
1: shook he didn't want to be like he didn't want anybody <laughs> to know he was in there then you walk in he hears the door open and he's like shit i got to be quiet now
0: <laughs> how do you stay so quiet he like legit did not move a a muscle like that's crazy to me so please don't do shit like that May, just be like mm. just that's what i do <laughs> so when somebody walks in i'm just like <laughs> or i'll just like hit the toilet paper really hard or something i make some si- some sort of noise you know to <laughs> alert the other <laughs> participant of the restroom let them know that there's somebody in here with them you know shit is weird bro (laughs) honestly i think that's just you
1: (laughs) i don't know man i I, I personally don't care like if somebody's in there somebody's in there right like whatever (laughs) it's a public restroom you expect somebody else to be there that's that's how i think about it
0: no if somebody's not in there then I'm going to fart while I pee. But if somebody's in there, I'm not going to do that.
1: Okay. uh, Going back to coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's
0: go back. back
1: This is going down the wrong road.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I guess we should start talking about what we have liked and what we have not liked about the past 2,000 years that humanity has been on this planet (laughs) because – Seems, seems like it's all coming to an end.
1: I was going to say, oh, maybe this would be a good opportunity to like go through our bucket list, but like, what's the point if the, if the world is ending? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine somebody catches the virus and dies because they thought the world was ending and so they ended up trying to do all the shit off their bucket list?
1: <laughs> Bro, there's going to be a movie made about this. Let's be real.
0: 100%. 100%. My
1: That's brother posted something on his story, uh, I know uh, uh, Netflix, you know how like they send you emails like hey, we just added this movie you might like or this yeah. is a movie that we think you might be interested in. Right. They one of the movies they um recommended and I've seen it on my Netflix as well is Outbreak.
0: Oh shit. What is I that mean, movie? Well, is it about
1: It's some- it's about some virus that like gets released into the Great. world and like difficult to contain. <laughs> like I'm like this is uh
0: Oh, man. Netflix exactly trying to make a to... quick buck before it all. Bro. We that's... just want to give our bonuses.
1: <laughs> They're just like, yeah, you know, if you haven't felt the fear yet, let us put it in, <laughs> in now.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. And speaking of which, like the fucking economies, what is it doing? Let's go now to our economic expert correspondent, <laughs> Smith, for what is the latest that is happening with the fucking New York Stock Exchange? What is happening with the Dow? What is happening with the market? Can you please tell us?
1: Okay, well, first off, if we're going to have a, a real correspondent when it comes to business or financial news, we should definitely have my brother on. <laughs> like, He's more way more in tune with this stuff. But uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, just a quick... Quick recap as to what's been going on the last couple days Um, so yesterday in the morning market Mm -hmm. opens at 930 um, and immediately there's a huge sell-off because I guess over the weekend overnight whatever there was a huge issue with oil so Russia and Saudi Arabia they did something with the oil prices I don't know the whole ins and outs or details about it I just know there was a huge oil sell-off so faith in in the oil markets declined and so people were selling their their uh, positions within the oil industry right okay so when the rest of the market sees that and think about this right like a lot of the market is based on like commodities such as oil right right when the rest of the market sees that plus this coronavirus issue coming up and really just causing alarm because people don't know how to handle it for one thing what right. it's going to do to policy, how it's going to affect markets, how long it's going to go on for, right? There's a lot of just, I wouldn't say like lack of education. I think there's just a lot of like confusion and just unknowing of like what's going to happen, right?
0: It's madness. It's chaos. People are yeah. people are freaking out. People are full on freaking out.
1: Full on, 100%. And so within the first like few minutes of the markets open, there was a huge decline the Dow dropped, two, 20, I think, 2,200 points is what I read, but 2,000 points plus, right? Wow. Now, that's over 7% of what the market was at at that point, right? Mm-hmm. That's huge. We have not seen yeah. a dip like that since the recession in 2008, right? Wow. That's how significant it was. And this happened within like a few minutes, right? What the so fuck? they put a halt on trading for like 15 minutes. Not yeah. really sure what, what the 15-minute halt did, <laughs> Yeah, it did help stabilize, like, I guess, I I don't know. Maybe I think people kind of just, they were seeing, okay. My idea is that there's a lot of um, emotional investors out there, right? So when they see something declining, they're like, oh shit, I need to get my money out, right? uh, Not truly understanding of like what's going on. And now before people get too worried about what's happening, this is called a market correction, not a recession, not a huge decline. This was going to happen at some point or another not as drastically as it did yeah but it was going to happen and and level off to the point it's leveled off at now at some point right so this was again people were not prepared for it to happen so quickly but here we are right there's a lot of things that contribute to it but anyway not to cause alarm yesterday was a really bad day for the market um it started to rebound a little bit i think it finished down 7.8 percent which is still quite significant Right. But today it rebounded. So like it's back up to like 25,000. Um, really? So it's, it's done pretty, it's been, it's done decently well compared to what happened yesterday or in light of what happened yesterday.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So,
1: and I know this has had a, a, a huge impact, especially like with coronavirus, like on the housing market and interest yeah. rates and stuff like that. Right. Like mortgage rates are at their all time low or probably at their, I wouldn't, maybe not all time low, but towards the end, like their lowest. Yeah. Um, so, like, if you're in the market looking to make an investment or buy a place, this is the great a great time to do it. Take advantage yeah. of it. Um, it's a great that, time like, to
0: buy a house. Is that what you're saying?
1: Buy a house, buy an apartment, buy a condo, whatever it is. Do. Like, yeah, this is a great time for that reason.
0: Noted. Um, <laughs> Say less, fam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, if you're out there, definitely go take
0: a look at what's out there and see, uh, you know, yeah, maybe you can take advantage there. of something. I'm about to get uh, on that. Dude, I just read... Um, you were right. So Coachella is officially postponed till October. Yeah. Okay, That's so why. they
1: they made that announcement.
0: They did, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, Coachella and Stagecoast are, are both. Gotcha, dude. So many people have been talking to whether it doesn't matter like what industry they're in or what they're doing. Like, there's people that are in school that are talking about their classes are being moved online. There's people that are doctors that are telling me that their conferences are being uh, canceled. There is. Uh, People in like all sorts of industries telling us how it's affecting them. And this thing is just like has caught on fire. Did you see – that the state of New York is now, are they selling this new hand sanitizer they made or are, they, are they giving it away? What is that? I saw something, but I didn't see it. I saw something about
1: that too. So I yeah. saw some tweets about it and yeah. it's pretty much like they're utilizing prisoners in the prison system to produce um, hand sanitizers because the companies are not able to keep up with demand right now, uh, like Purell and all that. So now they're producing in prisons hand sanitizer. Now I don't know how much they're selling them for. Wow. Which, Because I'm sure they have to be selling them. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. This isn't like community service they're doing up there, right? Yeah. Uh, this has to be like, I don't know. Like I would imagine that they're selling it for a roughly competitive pricing, right? Yeah, like, I mean, how much can
0: guess. you sell hand sanitizer? Bro,
1: you'd be, you'd be like... How much could- <laughs> if you're sitting in front of a computer right now, go to yeah. Amazon, yeah, type in yeah. hand sanitizer, and tell me what prices you're seeing. Okay, I'm on it. All right, ready? All right. All right, and while man. you do that, I'll just talk, talk a little <laughs> bit more about it. So New York State is, uh, declared a state of emergency, right? Yeah. Part of that means, you know, self-isolate, stop traveling, avoid yeah. public, um, just take precaution, practice good yeah. hygiene, etc. Right? Especially if you're feeling like you have some symptoms, definitely stay home, don't yeah. go out, yeah. don't don't like interact with people, right? Fine, fair yeah. enough. Part of that s- state of emergency, it means that companies or um, brands or stores are not allowed to mark up prices on products like toilet paper or bare necessities or bread water sanitizer right milk yeah they're not allowed to do that okay okay so that's part of the state of emergency thank god for that today yeah you could let me know when you found the price
0: but <laughs> I, I'm seeing a bunch, but the thing is, like, I don't recognize any of these brands. It's all like independent brands and shit. Like, I see one bottle from some company called Handfly. It's sixty milliliters. Like, looks like a tiny fucking bottle. Sixty milliliters. It's mm-hmm. like seven dollars, seven dollars and eleven cents.
1: Type type in Purell. Let's see what happens. I I don't know because I don't Purell. know if it, if they're still at that same price that I was seeing before, but. I know that people were selling like a two pack of hand sanitizer for like 64 bucks. What? Yeah.
0: There's like a Purell, let's see. So there's only a few Purell products even when you type in Purell. Mm-hmm. Uh just, this is a Purell Advanced Hand Sanitizer Starter Kit. What the hell is
1: all, all cool. this? like making like, your home?
0: Yeah, I don't know it's 10 bucks. Um dispensers 15 bucks there's a case of two from some company called gojo it's 46 dollars.
1: and how big are they
0: 1200 milliliters they still don't look huge how much is 1200 milliliters like can't be that much
1: i don't know bro the the whole world milliliters
0: (laughs) yeah fuck dude this is crazy there's a couple cases near us too now um in Maryland, there's like a few cases now. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not nearly as many as what's happening in whatever's happening in New York. You were telling, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, New York's just a fucking hotbed. What the hell?
1: Yeah. Um. So in my county, right in Westchester County, New York, which is yeah. just north of the city. Yeah. Uh, there's like a a town or city called New Rochelle, which is a, a relatively large city up here, yeah. and. In that city alone is where we had like our first case of coronavirus in Westchester. Oh wow! That one case turned into nine, Damn. and then that eventually snowballed into like fifty-seven. What right?
0: the fifty-seven, bro?
1: Yeah, like think about this, right? <clears throat> this one person, this one guy, some fifty-year-old attorney works in New York City or whatever. Yeah, he contracted it somehow. Oh man, he had. What did he do? He like he went home, right? He interacted with his family, two or three yeah. kids. He's, he's got his wife. He oh. had his friend drive him to the hospital. So his friend also oh, got it.
0: Oh, no. His friend's,
1: his friend's family also got it, right? And then those kids, they obviously go to school.
0: No. Oh, my God.
1: It's just now snowballed to that level. And I know the numbers, I don't know what the numbers are currently, but it's gotten to the point now where New York State, or the, our governor, Cuomo – has sent the National Guard to New Rochelle and set up a one-mile like radius of, of a containment area.
0: What the fuck? The this sounds center... like it's out of a movie, bro. Exactly, bro. Like, this is like, like, out of a movie. And that's literally right next to where you live, New Rochelle. I passed God. by it on, your, on the way to right your house. Right next
1: to you. It's a good like, 30 minutes away, thankfully. But
0: it's not yeah. 30 minutes.
1: No, it's easily 30 minutes.
0: Really? I thought it was yeah. like 15, 20 minutes. No. Okay, no. whatever. But it's I have... Enough so like
1: one of my really good friends his family is from and lives in new rochelle luckily Same. they're outside of the containment area okay but they're okay yeah but, i
0: know somebody that lives there too i gotta ask them okay
1: yeah check in with your people guys like if you're out there you know anybody who lives in New Rochelle or westchester county in general and yeah. you want to know if you haven't heard from them like if they're cool right. check in right that's crazy um, I don't know if people are like willing to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm sick, I got corona. Like, you know, I don't know how, how forthright they're going to be with that information. But
0: you like, start unfriending them. You're like, all right, bye now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I will no longer be texting you because I'm not sure how this travels now.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know these texts are encrypted, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my God! You know what's crazy? So crazy shit, yo! Fuck the coronavirus because this is this is some crazy shit that happened. This is how coronavirus has affected me. <laughs> I was in New York City, uh, and I'm chilling uh, in Washington Square Park, right? And I see this guy walk right past me. He's about to walk. He's like coming towards me, and then about to walk past me. He's with his girl, walking their dog. And I look closely, I'm like, yo, this guy looks hella familiar, like so familiar. And I'm like, I think I know who that is. And so I just yell out. I'm like, yo, Jeff. And he turns around and I'm like, so it's got to be him. I'm like, yo, you're Jeff Staple. And none of my listeners probably know who the fuck that is, but Jeff Staple to me. I also is, like
1: how you told him who he was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, right. <laughs> you're Jeff Staple. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't remember. I'm so like giddy from that moment. I don't remember <clears throat> if I was like, "Yo, you're Jeff Staple," or if I was like, "Yo, you're just Staple." And he goes, "Yeah, what's up, man?" And I I walk up to him. I'm about to shake his hand, and he fucking pulls out his elbow, and he's like, "Oh, we do this now, ha ha ha." And I was like. What the fuck? Jeff Staple just rubbed his elbow in mine. (laughs) Fucking coronavirus. This guy's like an idol of mine, man. Like, I look up to him. He he owns one of the biggest streetwear brands. It's called Staple Pigeon. It's out of New York City. If you don't know, you don't know. If you know, you know. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) uh, I run into Jeff Staple in New York City, and he fucking, he can't even shake my hand. Fuck you, coronavirus. What the hell, man?
1: Yeah, and ever since Dunmit uh, has not washed washed his elbow, so <laughs> yeah. that's where we're at.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, I guess we do this now, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah, it's that's crazy. Because they were telling
1: people like from a while ago, or a few weeks ago, whatever. That instead of shaking hands with people, they should just fist bump because there's like least likelihood of like transferring any type of bacteria or germs that way. Oh, really? But like, you can still tra- like transfer bacteria. Even if you fist bump, but yeah. you know, if you're going to, there's like, somebody did a study, I think it was the economist or something like that. And there were like the types of handshakes or the way people meet each other. And it was like fist bump, least likely long fist bump. And I'm like, what the hell is a When's long a fist one? bump?
0: <laughs> what is a <laughs> like long fist bump?
1: Like you're just connecting like fists, like our powers combined.
0: Like <laughs> Captain <laughs> Planet or some shit. <laughs> I saw a video where guys were just, like, tapping shoes now. They just, like, fucking click their feet together, and they're like, what's okay. up, man?
1: If you're clicking your feet together, you deserve coronavirus. I'm sorry. I don't
0: want to live in a world that does that. I don't want to live in a world. I'd rather have... No, you know, I don't want to say it, but... Bro, my, I would just take it the wrong way. I'm like, yo, did you just kick me? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is happening, guys? What <clears> the <throat> fuck is going on with this shit man yeah i, I hate to spend a whole <clears throat> podcast episode just talking about this thing but no, we're gonna switch it up in a second but this shit is blowing my mind what is happening
1: <laughs> the only th- i think i want to close out
0: this topic
1: for this episode i don't want to close out the episode yeah i think we can talk about other things but for this specific topic related to coronavirus i think there's one thing that we all need to keep in mind as a society one, you absolutely must practice good hygiene regardless of whether there's a pandemic or epidemic or whatever you want to call it out there, right?
0: Yes, and you and, must not eat bat soup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is Thunmet's greatest takeaway, guys.
0: <laughs> to this one, day,
1: he has avoided bat soup.
0: <laughs> there's one takeaway from this pandemic. Don't eat bats.
1: Yes, exactly. Okay, um, good The last th- thought that I have about this is this is like relatively contained or whatever you want to call it, however you want to describe it, right? But imagine this isn't even the worst it could potentially be. Like imagine in the future, there's some other outbreak that's way worse and like there's no cure, there's no vaccine. Like what if that happens?
0: I don't... I don't think we'll be alive to see that. I think coronavirus is going to kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is the one we're talking about. Man. <laughs> I think we're fucked, bro. I don't know, man. It, it's starting to feel that way. And I know we joke about it and shit, but men's be kind of scared. I, I mean, I know, bitch. Bro, I haven't left the house in nine days. What are you I'm doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm over here just living my life and like I'm like oh let me look at tickets where can I go next China bro. China gonna, tickets are cheap <laughs> let's go let's yeah, go to no Wuhan way. let's go check out what's happening in Wuhan China um, what's it called <laughs> how much are Wuhan tickets let me see okay China. you you check that
1: <laughs> <laughs> bro i'm watching like instagram stories of people like doing their like normal life shit and i'm just like i'm having fomo and i'm thinking like this is this what it's like to be outside
0: right now <laughs> Yes, you soon. You're gonna be fucking Will Smith. You're gonna be like I am Legend. Like it's gonna be, gonna be you and a dog by yourself.
1: So that means I need to get a dog. You should probably get a dog now. (laughs) It's about to get lonely as fuck. (laughs) This is the time to get a dog. Got it.
0: All right, cool. Yo, tickets to China are only five hundred bucks. Damn, you trying to go? No, fuck. (laughs) You imagine? You imagine yo my friend hafsa everybody knows half and half hafsa just canceled her trip to pakistan oh she, really? yeah she hadn't gone in a very very long time and uh they just canceled their trip they were supposed to go uh, in like two weeks oh wow so this shit, shit is serious man shit is serious yeah. I think I mentioned
1: last week that my chachi, or maybe the week before, my chachi is supposed to go to India, and she like canceled her ticket uh, because of all that's happening in the leaf for one and the coronavirus
0: stuff. Right, right, right. But anyway,
1: uh, Italy is on a the whole country is on a state of emergency. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, everybody's like been told to like stay out of the public, stay indoors, like don't go outside. Wow. Bro, the entire country.
0: <laughs> what the fuck? That's crazy. How many cases are there?
1: Um, outside of China, I think they had the most cases. Really? I don't know what the exact number is, like currently, but yeah. I know the cases in China have gone down because, like, they mandated for fourteen days people stay in their homes.
0: Said Italy has more than ten thousand people with coronavirus. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot. That's wild. Wow. <coughs> wow, wow, wow. Side but anyway, note, yeah. You know how I said I wanted to go to New Orleans next? Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets are 100 bucks round trip. Are you serious? At the end of this month. if you try. Tell to me go. your checking spirit. Uh-huh. 100%. <laughs> Yo, I'm a $9 fare club. Don't at me. <laughs> Those guys, I'm loyal to spirit now. <laughs> this is how I get around.
1: Spirit is like the type of airline you can just sit there and you get coronavirus.
0: Yeah, Spirit is literally <laughs> the Greyhound of the skies. <laughs> like, it, it even smells like it. Like it's, it's the exact same experience, but in the sky. It's great.
1: <laughs> yes, I've always had great experiences on Greyhound, of course.
0: <laughs> but yeah, 100 bucks round trip, dude. Saturday to Monday. Not
1: bad. So for all you listeners out there, Thinking about taking a trip somewhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> your your options are Wuhan, China for 500 Yo. <laughs> or New, <laughs> New Orleans for a hundred bucks round trip on Spirit. <laughs> Wait, what airline was that to China? Now I'm curious.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I'll have to look it up again. I should probably get that out of my search history before I start getting ads. For I just start getting nonstop ads. Looking to travel to China? No. It's, please. it's like when people it was a gap to travel
1: to uh, Chernobyl as a tourist site. Oh thing.
0: god. Jeez. <laughs> no. Oh man. Uh <coughs>
1: Done sorry. with this coronavirus.
0: Oh god. <laughs> no, it's just me eating cheese. It's sorry.
1: <laughs> so anyway, um I think we can Change the topic up now because I think this is.
0: What do we even talk about after this? So I don't actually, say, I man.
1: actually saw something recently that we had talked about previously on one of our few, like earlier episodes. At some point, I can't remember which one now, mm-hmm. but remember we were talking about like hip hop in India and stuff. Okay, yeah. And we mentioned that um, Mass Appeal India, which is Nas's label's arm in India, and they right, had right, signed right. Divine. Yeah. So recently, they signed your homie or your friend i think you know her Mm -hmm. yeah i I could be wrong but raja kamari
0: yeah 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 they definitely did that was big dude (laughs) that was that
1: was a big yeah i just saw it like a little while ago actually you know you know what we're talking about this today because i was like i think we had talked about on one of our earlier episodes probably one of our first few actually where we talked about music and like getting when people were getting to know like us and stuff yeah and we said that like you know there was going to be this crossover sound that we would see uh east meets west versus like you know what's happening today which is like Oh, um, hip hop in North America is just North American hip hop or hip hop in India is just Indian hip hop. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. But now Not- we're seeing the the crossover effect of that happening now.
0: Yeah, and I mean <clears throat> we don't even have to say this. This has just become a reality. The world has just from the fact going back to coronavirus, they, like what? that that is if if that isn't the biggest sort of telltale that the world has become a much smaller place than I don't know what is. Like literally the world has shrunk, right? we Everybody listens to similar music. Cultures are crossing over all the time. Artists are crossing over all the time. So um, it was bound to happen. Even though India is so large, I think we're seeing a lot of uh, pioneers in the hip hop scene start to make their way over to India because they're like, yo, this is like a huge market. That's like, what almost 2 billion people. And they all are into entertainment, like Bollywood and entertainment music industry in India is such a huge thing. You know what I mean? So, uh, I'm not shocked at all, um, that this happened, but I'm so happy. I mean, I I've known Raja Kumari for like fucking, I don't know. Um, I wanna say since like two thousand, fifteen, something like this fifteen or sixteen maybe, for quite a while now. And uh, when I first got introduced to her, you know, she she had a little bit of music out. I think she had an E P out or an album out. And um um you know we just sort of like kicked it we we met up in LA we met up in Jersey a couple times i sent her a bunch of gear and she she loved what we were doing with roots gear she started rocking our stuff and um our relationship has been very good ever since then which is awesome like she's a day one homie she's a strong support and uh i've just been watching this journey of hers unfold like i knew her from like when she had like eight thousand followers or something you know what i mean on this on Damn. instagram now Perfect. she's like pushing i think a half a million followers or something um but the crazy part is so the people that don't know and i'll try and see if eventually we can get her on the podcast but um a little bit backstory, she started her career in Indian classical music. Like that's her training. Her training is in Indian classical music and dance. So she's like a uh she's a South she's of South Indian origin, so she knows all like the South Indian dances and stuff. And then then she became a songwriter. Mm-hmm. And she actually was nominated for a Grammy as a songwriter. So she used to write for like Taylor Swift and uh, Fallout Boy and Iggy Azalea and all these people. Like she's written songs for these big names. Isn't Future on that list? Is it? I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, I think, so she, I, she's got quite are, the resume. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> actually, you're the one who introduced me to her, like yeah, her music. Yeah. I mean, and I had never heard of her before that. And I think when you introduced me to her, either you told me or, like, in my research, because, like, this is how I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I found that she had written for Future also.
0: Really? That's so yeah. fucking cool. I wouldn't put it past her. Like, she <clears throat> is just – she's a genius. She's a homie. She's, she's like uh, – she's written for Gwen Stefani. She's written for Fifth Harmony. Uh, she's written for Fall Out Boy. Now I'm looking up some of the stuff. <laughs> I'm like, you know all these names? <laughs> Like, you know, all these names, bro. (laughs) Nah. Uh, But yeah, and um, now she's she was signed to Epic here in America. Here in America, Mm -hmm. she's signed to Epic, which is big. Um, uh, For people that don't know, people like French Montana are signed to Epic. You know, like Epic Records is not a small name by any means. No, not at all. Um, And then she's really alongside Divine. Like, Divine are really good friends. And Divine really, like, started collaborating with her took her on tour and stuff like they they did a lot of work in in India together and she spent a, like a good amount of time in India building her audience there right so just watching her journey has been a if anybody knows me knows that I love watching our people just win at things I love watching our people succeed if I get to know them on a personal level it's even like it just amplifies that by a hundred times you know what I mean yeah because for sure it, Cause you, then you're like, yo, I know this person, and they're actually like so grounded, so down to earth, and really cool, really chill, and they have a similar belief system, similar values. So yeah, I'm I'm like ecstatic that she's uh, she's gotten now she's gotten the co-sign from Nas. Nas is trying to build out his label. So Divine is signed to him, right?
1: Yeah, he was the first signee. I think Roger yeah. is the second one for India. Right. Um, Here's my thing about the whole thing, though, right? <clears throat> I think this is the great... One of the greatest things to happen to Indian hip-hop, right? Hmm. Having Nas, who's, like, a legendary MC, right? Mm-hmm. One of the best... In my opinion, one of the best rappers out there. Yeah. Um, I think it's the validation that the Indian hip-hop community needed. And yeah, this is, like, a huge testament to that, right? So here's my here's my thought, just kind of... Uh, expanding on that yeah when you took like you know you, you and i have, oh, that was a weird way to say that <laughs> you and i have talked about indian hip-hop in the past right yeah and for me it still is not something that truly resonates because i'm just like all right yeah if somebody's rapping in hindi like that's not really my thing like it's cool but it's not my thing right mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what they're saying half the time i'll be honest like my <laughs> not that, like advanced right yeah, well, I, I like when I used to watch Bollywood movies, I lived by the subtitles, right?
0: Yeah,
1: so th- that's how it is for me. But I think it's cool that people can be in their own lane, do their own thing and stay true to themselves and that creative out- outlet right. and still be recognized for that talent, right? And for maintaining that purity of their talent. That's a beautiful thing. How many people are out there right yeah. now, even in North yeah. America? right I like it doesn't matter what like niche market you're in if you are in music in general right how many times do you see artists out there like literally making music simply for the radio for commercial appeal for this for that and yeah. changing the way they're going about how they make their music right or yeah. what, what their music sounds like
0: sort of it assimilating happens. into what's popular yeah yeah
1: <laughs> it happens all the time and it's it's fine to experiment. Like if that's something that you want to do, cool. Right. right? But
0: mm-hmm.
1: there are tons of artists out there that are selling out. Right. In that in that sense. You know what I mean? And they're trying to be something that they've I wouldn't say it's something that they're not, because I think it's that's a little going no, too I, far. I think I it's think, more along the line. Yeah, go
0: ahead. Yeah, I, I think a part of it is just like at some <sighs> point you get burnt out from trying so hard. Or it's sometimes you kind of want like this quick ticket to success, you know, you're, and so you, you're almost desperate that you're like, all right, let me just see, let me just do this one song. That's like way too pop or way too sort of mainstream. It's totally not my sound. It's totally not my voice, but fuck it. I really need to break into, you know, the mainstream or whatever. So uh, we've seen that before. Like, you know, it happens. Like you said, I'm not, we're are we to judge? Like you know, if that's what gets you the big break, then that's great. And if you find a way to, you know, fi- if you find your way back to what you set out to do in the first place, great. And if you don't, whatever. You know what I mean? Like who who am I to judge somebody on on their? Yeah, yeah, no, journey, no shade. Right? There's no yeah, shade
1: yeah. being thrown. I'm just I'm just saying. Right. Like, I think it's what I'm saying is in terms of Indian hip hop and the community in India itself that is in the hip right. hop community, right? Right. The validation that they would. They probably didn't need the validation. I'm just putting it in that in those words that now you're being recognized for your talent for being it, you and staying true to yourself, right? Yeah,
0: I think the correct term is is it's a dope cosign. It's a great cosign, and everybody needs a cosign. Every brand needs a cosign every once in a while. Every every business needs a dope cosign. You know what I mean? It it like you said. It, I don't think it's validation. It's it's a great cosign. It's like oh shit. Nas fucks with this now. That's great. Like you know I mean? That it just means that what you've been doing is, is 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 dope and now there's somebody else that's rocking with you too. Um e- even with Root Scare, you know what I mean? Like having a good cosign is always important because it just helps it just helps build your reputation. It help helps bridge, build your credibility, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah, it's been dope to see what she's been doing, man. She's on fucking She's on MTV in India. Uh, People know this, but she's a judge on a show called MTV Hustle on um, on television in India, and it's basically a show about this. is crazy. Like, think about this. This is a show which is about India's first rap reality show. Like, think about that. People are coming. Like, India is notorious for talent shows they've got mm-hmm. india's got talent voice of india uh american idol india voice of punjab there's like Did
1: fucking- you say american idol yeah. india
0: yeah it's called or indian idol whatever I- <laughs> there's a fuck ton of them basically i remember when i was growing up there used to be a show called boogie woogie if anybody out there remembers boogie woogie shout out to you if you know you know if you don't Whatever,
1: yeah, bro. My parents used to watch that.
0: Boogie woogie, that shit was yeah. bomb, bro.
1: Boogie woogie, Saregama.
0: Saregama. like all these shows, right? Now there's a show that's strictly for rap contestants, and so these people come on and and they rap for these judges, and there's rounds and you know all this shit. Like, Yo, where got... can I watch this? I want to see this. I don't know, man. Do you have MTV India?
1: <laughs> I have a VPN on my computer. Maybe I can just connect to an Indian network and watch it
0: (laughs) yeah we gotta we gotta i want to watch it too actually they got any episodes on youtube but yeah she's a judge on the show along with uh you guys might know raftar who's another pretty big um india-based uh hip-hop artist Mm -hmm. uh and nuclear who's actually one of divine's really good friends and raja kumar is great so uh props to her is great Uh, yeah i'm really excited Obviously, we've brought this up before, but I'm very excited about Indian hip-hop because to me, you know, it's a mesh of the two cultures that I love again, Um, and I'm loving the talent that's coming out of there. My favorite is still Brubb Deep. Nobody has yet to replace his throne in terms of hip-hop artists coming out of India. Um, Bro, wasn't he on the cover of GQ recently, like GQ India? Yep, he's on the cover of GQ India. Raja Kumari was just on the cover of Rolling Stone India. People are taking over, man, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, Prabhdeep is killing it. um If you guys don't know his music, go check that shit out. Um, I don't know yeah. what else to say about it, but I'm I'm super no, excited. I love watching the hip hop scene grow in India.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I haven't been following it the way you have. Uh, usually. You Stuff that I see or hear is from, through you. Yeah. Um, so, shout out to you for that. But, like, I think that the reason I wanted to bring it up is because one, we've talked about it in the past, and two, this news came out today, right? Or yesterday, right, right, something right. like that, right? Right, right. I saw it today. Yeah. And I think it's just like important to, to for one, to point it out, give them the recognition, give them our cosign. It doesn't really yeah. mean much, but still, <laughs> you know. But we did predict something like this happening. Earlier on, like uh, last year, whenever we started our podcast, right? Yeah. Um, and now we're what thirty-four episodes in. Yeah, revisiting these like older topics because like we're now like everybody who's listening and who has listened to us from the beginning has been on that same ride. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. So this is like you know talking to them, letting them know what's going on in that scene because we've touched on it before, and you know, shout out to Biggie. um, you know his
0: yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs>
1: the yeah anniversary of his passing was yesterday. One uh, yeah, hundred. What tw- twenty three
0: years? Ninety seven. Yeah. So yeah, twenty three years. Twenty three years. Yeah, man. He but, was only well. How old was he? 23, 24, 25, something like that. He wasn't like he wasn't yeah, older it was like than 24
1: that. Twenty four, something like that. Twenty three, twenty four, something like that.
0: Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> he's he's been dead as long as he was alive. Yeah,
1: and we won't get into the whole Biggie versus Tupac debate. I think both of them no. have their have their no, place no. in history, and I think it's just important to kind of uh, recognize those who have influenced today's sound and this generation of musicians in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talk about Bob Marley recently. We've talked about um, obviously Biggie today. We've talked about other artists from the past. Yeah, um, <clears throat> there's just you know, there's so much that intertwines and connects with one another and i think that it's important to like pay homage to those people those industries those companies whatever it might be right the people yeah. that have set the, have been trailblazers in such a way No, you know i know yeah. sorry keep going i was just gonna say like i know the young generation that's potentially listening to us or you know listening to the musicians that are out there today they're probably like oh who cares it's biggie like before our time we don't really know his stuff yeah I encourage you guys. go back and listen to his shit. Yeah, you'll man. see where a lot of the people that you listen to today, where yeah. they get their influence from,
0: yeah. that's the crazy part to think about, though. I was I forget who's in one of these new age writers. And uh, he was like, yeah, you know, my uh, he was like he literally legit said I grew up listening to J. Cole – and kendrick and i was like how the how fucking old are you bro <laughs> what, what do you mean you grew up listening to j cole j cole is like now it's happening right now you know what i mean he hasn't been out for more than 10 years like what do you mean you grew up listening? He, like, this rapper must have been like 17 19 some shit like that but uh yeah uh, just to echo your point definitely go back and check out um check out i listen to music from like you know, every era. The, my shuffle is fucking insane. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It'll be like it'll be a Biggie or a Tupac song, and then it'll be a Jay Cole song, and then it'll be some Punjabi music, and then it'll be some old ass Bollywood shit. So, um, I listen to pretty much a little bit of everything, which is great. I love, I love my music taste. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. man. That's a very personal thing. <laughs> I, sometimes I'd say things I'm just like. No idea why I just said that, but whatever, it's out there.
1: It's like uh, Michael Scott, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Sometimes I, uh, I start send, send, uh sentences and I don't know where they're going, so yeah. I just talk and talk,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. I'm always Michael, I'm 100% Michael, <sighs> but yeah. Um, oh, the one thing I was gonna say is I uh, I was gonna say the one thing that ha- we haven't seen change much is, um, though it's not. I could be wrong. There's not as much gun violence anymore, but like uh, sudden deaths and tragedies in the hip hop community. That's something that hasn't changed in the last 20 years. You know what I mean? What do you uh, mean? Which is just unfortunate. Like to this day, there are people <laughs> that are hip hop artists that are just dry, dying tragically. Think oh about, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying that it doesn't
1: happen as much anymore. I was like, bro. <laughs> no, that,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like that hasn't changed much. Like, you know, back in the day it was, Big Pond, Big L, uh, Aaliyah, Biggie, Pac, uh, how, how many other people did we lose? Like we lost so many people uh, in that one golden era. And then in the in the last couple years, it's like you know you've got Juice World, you've got um, who else just recently passed away? Uh, Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke just passed away recently. Like, why? What is the correlation? And like, why is that not changing? Like, is the lifestyle still the same twenty years later? Like, is it still an outlaw lifestyle? Is it still like a lifestyle that's ref- reflective on the screen? Like, you know, if on the screen they're they're being somewhat violent or or projecting violence and drugs and alcohol and all this stuff, and are they living the same lives behind the scenes, or what like what the fuck is going on why hasn't why hasn't that aspect changed much in the last two decades
1: right so a little bit about that there's this whole idea of especially with rappers today in their lyrical content where there's this idea of perception versus reality right the perception based on lyrics is oh this person's a thug this person's a gangster this person's a drug dealer in their former lives and now right. music is like their escape from all that
0: right 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 that right. is
1: not true for most people or most artists in today's okay. world, right? Mm. The case is that, or the more common case is that these are people who are seeing things happen around them or to people that they know and now they're creating their own lyrical content based on what they're experiencing, right? Mm. Not that they're partaking in, de- in those things themselves, right? And so when you depict your lifestyle in such a way or you're you know putting on this like, Facade almost of oh I'm like this I'm like that you know I'll shoot this person I'll kill that person like in lyric and when it comes to lyrics you have to take all lyrics with a grain of salt
0: Hmm. right yeah I agree yeah and and
1: don't get me wrong there are obviously artists rappers out there who are still connected to the gang life and you know sometimes they'll fall into that while their music career is going on and then get caught up in it and God forbid it lead to something more serious like death right right but The older generation of musicians or rappers, I should say, they were about that life for for the most part. Like Tupac wasn't. Tupac was never about that. But Biggie, you know, was on the streets selling drugs for a while. Right. Even though he came came from a very cushy lifestyle, like he went to private school, his mom had like a decent job and stuff like that. Yeah. Like they they were never in that like depicted like oh he's from the ghetto or he grew up poor kind of thing, right? Yeah. but he was still out on the streets selling drugs doing that jay-z has the same background Um, ti had the same background like so there's that generation of artists and today i think the rappers that are coming up um and obviously i could be wrong to an extent but i think based on the the artists that i listen to or you listen to we kind of know their backgrounds and their true histories right yeah
0: that just doesn't happen anymore
1: and so when you now what happens is like as a rapper who's not really partaking in those activities and but is acting like they do based on their lyrical content hmm. and you go up against a street nude or a, a real person who's a right. gang right
0: that's what's happening they're being you, challenged yeah. they don't play
1: around right yeah, they're gonna yeah, yeah. they're gonna check you on the spot right and right right when they say when i say check unfortunately when they when you get checked it means that you're potentially putting your life on the line
0: yeah there's this video i don't know if you've the baby in Atlanta um decided to rent like a house in like a random neighborhood in Atlanta and he's shooting a video for one of his songs and literally like the guys that lived in that neighborhood showed up unannounced and basically started mouthing off at him yeah. and you, you guys you guys should go check out this video to so the listeners like definitely go check out this video. It's pretty it's pretty crazy to see that. That happened. What you're describing, um, you know, uh, I don't know much about the baby's background. Like, if he if he comes from that sort of lifestyle or not, but he handled himself. He handled himself pretty well, you know. And he kind of like stood his ground and was like, you know, if you want to come talk, you can come talk to me. So this guy is like on the other side of the street, just like yelling out shit. He's like, oh, do you got a permission slip to be here? Like, this is my neighborhood. Blah blah blah. Like all this shit. And the baby's like, "Yeah, I don't need no permission slip from nobody You know what I mean so uh it's crazy, man. um but I hope our hope is always that you know people artists put the music first and uh you know don't sort of succumb to the violence and shit that sometimes comes with that lifestyle, you know what I mean because we're fans of the art' we're fans of the music man yeah we're here for the music
1: it's a tough world out there man no matter how you depict it i think you know we saw how that unfolds for some people with the whole six nine situation right oh yeah being part of a gang related to gangs going to places where you have to like check in with other gangs it's like it's crazy man like
0: yeah
1: why get involved in that lifestyle to begin with but yeah it is what it is and um Uh, i can't believe
0: i forgot to mention Nipsey
1: yeah yeah nipsey, nipsey, nipsey for sure fuck, you know
0: okay. um, i knew i was missing somebody important yeah crazy there's a, man. Lot,
1: there's a lot man if we wanted to go down a list we probably could but it's not yeah. really worth like no visiting that part of it i guess but you know shout out and respect to all the all those who have passed uh not to like you know now end the podcast episode on a, a sad note or anything i think <laughs> it's an yeah. opportunity to celebrate those artists those lives those uh personas you know, just appreciate what you have in front of you and, um, you know, take advantage. of it. I think even with the stuff that's happening with coronavirus, like mm-hmm. you don't know who it's going to affect. It might, it might affect your next door neighbor. It might affect you. It might affect somebody you know personally. Right. Yeah. You just have to be like, I don't know. I guess. Be keep, vigilant.
0: Yeah. Be vigilant. Yeah. Be precautious. Take, take, you know, cautious uh, measures. Just, you know, uh, there isn't a much we can do. It's, you know, I mean, you can't. Aside from quarantining yourself in your house for nine days, there, there isn't a lot. There isn't too much you can do. You know, I feel like everybody, all the institutions, organizations, companies, everybody's taking all the right measures. The government's taking as many measures as they possibly can. Um, but uh, at the end of the day. If shit's bound to be, then shit's bound to be. I mean, I hope we have more episodes though, because I do enjoy (laughs) this podcast. I really hope this wasn't the last podcast episode. I was literally about
1: to say, I hope you guys enjoyed the last podcast episode.
0: (laughs) We will no longer be yet another podcast because there won't be any other podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to the podcast, the only one in the world.
1: So imagine there's only one podcast.
0: Oh my god! Oh, I don't want to live in. I think it would be us. <laughs> just if I. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Very um, weird flex, bro. Very. Odd <laughs> flex. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think we're gonna close it out, man. We wanna just. uh um say thank you again to everybody that's been listening to us whether you've just started tuning in recently or you've been with us since day one thanks for fucking with us we fuck with you thank you appreciate you stay away from the fucking virus be careful don't eat Chinese food don't eat bat soup don't okay, go to the casinos you cannot get
1: coronavirus from eating <laughs> Chinese food let's just let's just clarify that let's not put that out in the world but to stop continue, eating sushi yeah <laughs> Just stop eating.
0: (laughs) stop eating. Oh, man. I'm Um, I'm playing with you guys, man. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate it.
1: If you're listening, again, like Thundman said, we appreciate you. If we make you think, we make you laugh, we make you sad, we make you happy, (laughs) we make you angry, whatever it is that we make you. We appreciate you regardless. Yeah, uh, 100%. Share us with your friends, send us to your your folks. <laughs> yeah. Put us send in us, your parents' ears. <laughs> send
0: us podcast on WhatsApp to your parents, you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: Bro. Maybe that's it's, what we need to start doing.
0: It's time to reverse the trend. It's time that we started sending random shit to our parents. I want my mom to get sick of the forwards I send her. You know what I mean? So I'm going to start sending her random shit from now on. Shit can, can I just touch on that real, t- real quick before we close out? Yeah. You
1: know, we have to be so on top of what we're sending our parents now because I sent my mom something really funny the other day. And she goes, oh, I already saw this. And I'm like, what the hell? What? <laughs> what did you send her? It was like something related to coronavirus, but oh, it, was okay, gotcha. it was like I don't know if you saw it. It was like uh one of the biggest ways that uh coronavirus can be spread is through money. So, you know, be safe, think about your future, think about you know your loved ones, put all your money in a, in a plastic bag and leave it outside your house and I'll come collect it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's pretty funny, actually. And she goes, Oh, I already saw this. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> damn, that's that's wild. No, I'm gonna send my mom shit that idea about I'm like yo mom this new supreme drop is white air force ones with supreme collab I'm like check it out she's gonna be like what the fuck is this
1: ladies and gentlemen if you're looking for a way for your parents to block you on whatsapp please follow the
0: i was sending her random shit i was like yo mom pop smoke died she's gonna be like what what is, is this even english what are you I saying get, <laughs> i get up your way. <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's gonna be great yeah time to reverse the trend anyway we're gonna close it out thank you guys for tuning in to yet another amazing sad happy episode of yet another fucking podcast your boys Summit and Dunmit, we're out peace peace Classics. Classics.